Hey, Chris from Mighty Decibel, welcome back. Uh, so if you're like me, there's I'm sure there's a number of albums that you have where you wonder why Side 2 wasn't Side 1. <laughs> well, I was thinking about that just uh, the other day and I thought, well, uh, let's do an episode on this and, and name some, uh, some of those albums. And we're specifically going to be looking at early 80s albums. So we're talking about vinyl here, of course, where you have to actually physically uh, flip the sides. Uh, so let's get her going. So our first album is from the new wave of British heavy metal, uh, the debut album from Def Leppard, uh, On Through the Night from 1980. Uh, so personally, I, I rarely ever play side one, finding it a little bit too commercial and having all the, uh, the best, well, not all, but most of the best uh, tracks on side two. So side uh, too easily superior when you look at the track listing there's wasted rocks off answer to the master classic early new wave of british heavy metal stuff here uh so while uh, well likely if they had flipped the sides it wouldn't have resulted any in any more sales this is more of a case of personal preference here for the harder fare <laughs> Bye. 
go forward one year to 1981 for our second example, and it's Judas Priest with their point of entry record. Uh, so this one is, is arguable because side one has uh, heading out to the highway, hot rock and, and desert plains. Uh, but I've always thought if they had flip side, put uh, side two as side one and side one as side two, um, that it would have uh, hid the light in the loafers don't go and turning circles <laughs> until later uh, into the listening session. And it might have uh, possibly stopped some of the cries of sellout uh, that came, uh, came as a result of this album. Uh, additionally, the band uh, seems to prov uh, provide support for my argument. Because what do they open the tour with? Side 2 opener, Solar Angels.
going back to New Wabam for our third example, uh, but staying in 1981, it's Praying Mantis with Time Tells No Lies. Uh, so this is an album that is ignored by many uh, a punter out there. Uh, at your risk, I think this is one of the best New Wabam uh, releases of, of the whole scene. Uh, so the problem here is that the first two songs on side one are their most commercial and wimpy tracks. The rest of this album is, yes, it's melodic metal, but man, the underpinning rhythm section, if you listen to this, it's really good hard stuff. Uh, so if they had simply switched and put side two at side one here, the, uh, the punter would have been met with a drum roll leading into the tough panic in the streets, followed by Beads of Ebony, Flirting with Suicide, and Children of the Earth, one of the best sides of New Album of the whole, of the whole scene. Uh, so go ahead, listen to side two and tell me that ain't classic metal.
Okay, the album that actually made me think of doing this episode next. Uh, we go to 1982 for UFOs, Mechanics. Uh, so a couple of arguments here. First one being that uh, the side two opener, We Belong to the Night, should have been the single, not the side one opener, The Writer. Uh, similar type of tracks, but We Belong to Night is just a way better song. Uh, so the band themselves seem to support this because they uh, opened the tour playing uh, We Belong to the Night and didn't even play The Writer. Uh, just weird. Uh, secondly, I consider side two of Mechanics to be UFO's best side ever. Let that sink in. <laughs> but if you if you look at this, uh, Let It Rain, Terry, Feel It, Dreamin', fill out the side two, amazing. Uh, so if you had simply put that as side one, uh, then this album had a, a likelihood of taking off. Just a bad decision by the band.
another new album record for you from 1982. It's Vardis and Quo Vardis, their third album. So after two hard-hitting uh, boogie metal albums, they came out with this tame release that basically uh, noted the band's downward trajectory. Uh, they earned it. It wasn't a very good album. However, Side 2 had three of the uh, of the, uh, the best tracks from this release. They're certainly their toughest, um, but, you know, making your way through Side 1 to get to them, uh, obviously most fans just shrugged and said no thanks. Uh, and the band seemed to support this because they played all three of the tough tracks on uh, a special they did, um, a TV special they did in the UK. <laughs>
turn the calendar to 1983 for our next example. And it's ACDC's Flick of the Switch. So let's get this out there, though. This is a classic 10 out of 10, so it doesn't matter, you know, what you do with this, whether side two is uh, put aside one or not. This is just a case where I think the record company or whoever pressed it made a mistake and side two was supposed to be side one. Because <laughs> if you look at it, uh, you know, side two opener guns for hire clearly superior to side one's opener uh, rising power and the band uh, again seemed to uh, confirm this because they opened their tour with guns for hire uh, and secondly uh, if you look at the third track on side two bedlam uh, in belgium the best song on the album and one of the band's best songs ever period is on side two uh, so I just think uh, from a running order perspective, it would uh, would have looked better uh, and sounded better. Uh, I really think that it was an error.
sad example for you next, also from 1983. It's Nazareth's Sound Elixir. And I say sad because uh, to me, this album always uh, denotes the period where the band were no longer able to headline arenas. Uh, the slide began because now from there on in, they would actually act as support on arena tours and then uh, slowly decline into bar band status. Uh, so when you get back to the sound elixir itself, the, the issue here is that side one opens with the two worst songs on the album. Uh, dumb, 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 dumb. Uh, they're, they're not well written and they're too tame. Um, now this whole record is is a little light, uh, but it's really well written once you get past the first two tracks. Uh, so if you had switched sides, put side two as side one, then you would have uh, opened up with uh, the little tougher, why don't you read the book, and then the ultra catchy local still and rags to riches. Uh, I think people could have gotten into this record uh, if they had just switched the sides here.
in a case of missed it by that much, we're talking about Anvil. So they were on the brink of superstardom uh, on the strength of 1982's Metal on Metal. Uh, but then the following year, they issued Forged in Fire uh, that was met with critical uh, contempt and uh, decreased album sales. Uh, their days of uh, playing outdoor festivals uh, gone from there and out. Uh, so now personally, I believe Fortune Fire is a, a great record, but you can point to side one as being the issue here from, uh, uh, from a sales perspective. Uh, it opens up with a ponderous, uh, slow title track, uh, kind of boring. <laughs> and then two of the uh, remaining four tracks are easily the worst songs on the album. Uh, so if you had simply flipped it again on side two, what do you have? You have probably the band's best side ever in their discography. So it opens up with the lascivious Future Wars, amazing. And then also you'll find that the kick-ass Hard Times, Fast Ladies, Motor Mount, and Winged Assassins all on side if they just put that aside one. Dumb.
Okay, on to 1984 for our last example, and it's the rods with let them eat metal. Uh, less egregious example in this case, but um, so similar to forged in fire, um, let them eat metal opens up with the plotting title track, yawn, <laughs> not a good way to open a record. Uh, given uh, that though, the rest of side one's pretty good. Uh, but the issue here is side two is clearly better uh, top to bottom and would have been uh, a better presentation uh, for the band. Now, I'm not sure it would have resulted in uh, more sales given the apathetic uh, view most of you punters seem to have of the band. But regardless, I'm on side with you boys. That's it. Thanks for joining us. Remember to check in every Monday for our new release Monday episodes, Tuesdays for our In 40 Minutes uh, series, Thursdays we have our top tens, best of, that sort of thing. And remember to check out our website, www.themightydecibel.com for all your album reviews and hit that yellow button on top that takes you to our Discog store. Have a great one.